And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee. John 6, 63 says, The flesh profits nothing. It is the spirit that gives life. The words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. The Bible tells you you can mortify the deeds of the body through the spirit. You open up your mind to God's word. By the way, for this fast, I forgot to tell you, I need you to read the book of John over and over and over. Because in the book of John, there is one key word that's found over 46 times, and that's the word believe. Believeth is found about 11 or 12 times. The word believe, because the book of John was written that they may believe. In God. Are you with me? So every time you read the book of John, underline believe. I remember years ago we did that. And by the time, uh, by the time we were done reading John over and just every time we made believe, underline it. It's amazing. People started, people's lives were changed. People began to believe God. Things started happening. For the fast, as you're fasting, try to read the book of John four or five times. Are you with me? Five chapters a day, you can read John four times. Amen? That's, no, that's not difficult. Is it difficult? No. Powerful fasting is, 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 is desensitizing yourself and opening your mind to God's word. Most powerful thing you can do. And they're going to drop. You're going to see God. Are you with me? You're going to what? See God. Your desires will become God's desires. Things that were difficult for you, it'll become easy. And let me just give some, let me suggest that. Stay that way. You don't have to go back. <laughs> Stay that way. You don't have to go back. Amen. God is going to help us and give us strength to do it. Because our leader, Jesus, did it when he started his ministry. So the Bible says, for if we live after the flesh, if we only engage in behavior, that's going to make us sensitive to this world. Such as watching movies i'm not sure if that, that's on the fast okay watching movies allowing the sewage of hollywood to flow into your sanctuary stop it at least for 40 days let me say that again there is what is called pure flicks it's two how much, i'm not sure how much it is pure only christian movies if you need to watch a movie subscribe to subscribe to pure flicks if you need to i'm just saying if you need to i know some of you are just not going to do that amen just forget about tv that's good but for those of us <laughs> who maybe want to watch something pure pure flicks is available since i said it's all amen you got to shut your eye down the things that it sees that strengthens and make us sensitive to this world amen that arouses our flesh as I said, you look at movies and it's a sewage of Hollywood coming into your house. The devil is a liar. That's my sanctuary. Anyhow, let me move on. I know the amen wouldn't be too loud, but that's okay. That's okay. So the Bible says, if you live after the flesh, you shall die. You will not sense God. You'll be separated from God. And the way we live, some of us, it appears that we are separated from God. And when I say separated, I mean just desensitized, no spiritual insight, no direction from God. We have to make major decisions and we cannot hear from God. What's wrong? 
I mean, think about it. What's wrong? A child of God cannot hear from his or her father. Because we've been desensitized spiritually. We need to go back. I said we need to go up. To go up. We need to go up. Are you with me, saints? But if you through the spirit. And you, you know, it is, it is effortless. It is effortless. You haven't got to. The, the Bible says, calls love, joy, peace, gentleness, fruit. Fruit is produced effortlessly. You never see a tree. Saying, mm, I'm going to push out one more fruit. I'm pushing. No, it just. <laughs> fruit indicates something that happens naturally, effortlessly. That's what's going to happen as you expose your mind to God's word. Let me tell you. Let me share this with you. Something powerful happens as you expose your mind to God's word. This is what happens. The Bible says God's word is a spirit. And then you have the Holy Ghost. As you expose your mind to God's word, the Holy Spirit takes God's word. And what he does is he, 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 the, your mental fabric, in other words, what your mind is made up of. The Holy Spirit comes and he takes out what's not like God and what you read about God he places it into your mind so your mind is renewed to Christ to God's word it's that's what renewing means have you it's renew have you ever seen a house broken down the tech uh, they're just renovating renew renovation are you with me when you're breaking down the house they take all the all the old boards off I uh, they re-roof the house and when you look it's a brand new house that's what the Holy Ghost is doing He's renewing your mind to the reality of who you are in God's word. And it's effortless. You don't have to fuss and say, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm changing one more strand in my mind. No. That's the Holy Spirit's job. Your job is to expose your mind. Read the word, read it loud. And as you do, the Holy Spirit takes it and changes your mind. That's all. And then all of a sudden, the things which are difficult becomes easy. The habits that you've been fighting to break down, that is why there's been, every time you try to read, there's a fight. The devil knows that every time you try to read, there is a war. I have to turn myself on off. When I'm reading, I have to turn everything off. I have to tell my wife and my son, look, daddy's reading. I'm fighting for my life. No disturbance. Take calls for me. Take, are you with me, saints? Because there is a war going on out there. The devil knows the benefit of reading. Paul told Timothy in 1 Timothy, 1 Timothy, I just look at the time and I have so much to say and it's 20 minutes gone. Lord have mercy. Anyhow. Paul looked at Timothy and he said to Timothy, you've been called, amen? There is a calling on your life. He said, what you have to first do in 1 Timothy 4.13, he said, until I come give attendance to reading. Read God's word. You cannot do anything without God's word. And in 2 Timothy 2.15, he said, you don't have to read only. You got to study also. Study to show yourself approved. Amen. Then he said, uh, further in verse, 1 Timothy 4.12, I think 14.15, he said, meditate on the things you read. Take a concept of God and toss it in your mind and mutter it. That's meditation because that's when the Holy Ghost comes in and changes you when you meditate. You see, I'm being technical. You see, these messages, we need to hear these. Amen. Love. Love is good. Goodness. Goodness is good. I'm talking about real change. I'm talking about the war that's going on and the nuts and bolts to change effortlessly.
The Holy Ghost, the Bible said the word of God is like a, like a hammer. Are you with me? It's like a hammer. It's like fire. The Bible says it's like a sword. That's God's word. It comes in your text of stuff. God's word has the ability to go into your soul and spirit. There is nothing else that can invade soul and spirit because soul and spirit is so knit. It is so neatly tied together. Only God's word in the hand of the Holy Ghost can go in there and change soul and spirit. Are you with me? That's why some, that's why I said you, it, it is a fight to do whatever that's right. It's a fight. The devil, he tells you, he makes you, he makes you think that spending time, 45 minutes, you are behind because you got to study. For those of us who are in school, are you with me? Glory be to God. Are you getting what I'm saying? Sometimes it makes you think, hey, I, I, I don't have time. Yes, you do have time. The Bible says, look, if you, if you, <laughs> I'm trying to get the verse that talks about if you put God first, he'll put you first. I forgot the scripture first, but anyhow. But since I get what I'm saying, and be very careful because the devil knows, the devil knows that we, we human beings on a whole, we love our bodies. You know, the devil knows that. He loves, oh, he knows that human beings, we do what? We love our bodies and we don't embrace bodily pain. Open-heartedly. Pain, no pain. You remember, Job, the devil has studied human beings. He studied us and he knows what we love. He knows we love our bodies. And so when he took Job's family, the devil is a murderer. You know that? Let me say that slowly. The devil is a murderer. After he killed the man's children, that wasn't enough for him. He said, let me take his money. Let me render him broke. God said, okay, render him broke. He took out all his crops, everything he had, and that still was not enough for the devil. The devil said, oh, I know what to do. He said, give me a chance to touch his body. And when I touch his body, he'll curse you to the face. Because the devil knows that human beings will love our body. Starve myself. I need my chicken. I... I need my coffee. Are you with me, sense? That, that's the devil knows that. And so he tell, he said to God, what I need you to do is give me one more chance with him. And this time when I hit his body, he'll curse you to the face. Wasn't expecting Job to say, though he slay me, <laughs> I will trust him. Are you getting what I'm saying? Job said, I, I've been, I've lost so much. I'm all in now. Everything is on the line. I'm still going to trust him. Job wasn't aware that it wasn't God who was slaying him. It was the devil trying to kill him. Are you getting what I'm saying? God had protected Job. God lifted the hedge for the devil to take his family. Lifted the hedge from his money. And temporarily lifted the hedge from his body. Oh, glory be to Jesus. And God said, you touch him and you can only touch him so far. You'll touch his body. And the Bible said, the devil hit Job and boils came out of his body. He took a pot shed and scraped his body. Because the pus from the boils coming from. You get what I'm saying? Sense? Because he knows and he's looking out for Job. He's looking out for Job to curse God. And Job blessed the Lord. The Bible says in all this, Job 
did not curse God. The devil knows human beings, and I'm telling you that because as you go on the fast, your body is going to get to you. I want my chicken. I want my coffee. I need my ice cream. What about a movie? What is wrong with you? We are used to doing that. Tell your body. Tell, tell your body this right here. Oh, glory be. There is a verse. It, it, tell the body. I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll get it. It'll come to me. You remembered when, devil, when the devil whispered to King Nebuchadnezzar to build, to build a, a statue of himself. And then he told everybody to bow. Are you with me? He said, if you don't bow, I'm going to hurt your body. If you don't bow, I'm going to behead you. If you don't bow, I'm going to throw into the furnace. Oh, it's still the devil, still best. Still trying his best, right, to intimidate humans being, human beings because he knows that we, love, that we love our bodies. And so he didn't expect three Hebrew boys. Three Hebrew boys who understand that you do not... You are not, you are, we are not afraid at those who can kill the body and cannot touch the spirit. God said, don't be afraid of those who can kill the body and cannot touch the spirit. But be afraid of those who can kill the body and send the spirit to hell. And only God can do that. Cedric, Meshach and Abednego knew that. And when the devil came to touch their bodies... I'll share with you, there were other Jews who bowed. Other Jews who came from the nation of Israel. Let me tell you those, there were elderly Jews. They claimed, some of them claimed, claimed they had a slip disc. But they were, some of them claimed they had bad backs. I, that's what the devil does. He gives you an image of the body being hurt. And all of us, ah, I'm afraid. And so they said they had bad slip discs, bad backs. Some of them said, my head, I have a spirit. But when they saw their head being taken out, they couldn't do it before. Elderly people walking with their stick. Oh, hold me, hold me. My head, I'm healed. You see, that's how. And the devil knows that. He knows we cherish our bodies. Do not bow to the beckonings of your body for the next 40 days. Lead your body. Are you with me? Lead your body. Do something different. We need to be manifested as son and daughters of God. It is too late for us not to manifest. Show up. The world is waiting for us. And Jesus, Jesus showed us how to do that. He went ahead and he fasted. And that's all we're asking for us to do. That's all for the next 40 days. Today, last day to just splurge today if you have to. Or not. Amen. Or not. You know, start early. But do something different. I have never thought on fasting when we were fasting. But God told me I need you to touch on these points. He said I need you to show the church how human beings love their bodies. And show them, do not let them bow to the dictates of their body. Are you with me? Three young men said, we fear God who is able to destroy body and spirit. We are not afraid of you, King Nebuchadnezzar. Notice they said, oh, King Nebuchadnezzar. Because for them it was a big joke. 
You know, everybody else is bowing. And the reason why Hananiah, Michelle, and Azariah were able to do that is because they had spiritual insight that the others didn't have. You see, they had gone to a place with God <laughs> that the others didn't go. Are you with me? These were the ones whom Daniel said, go tell the king, just give me time. Just give me time. He went to these guys, they prayed. These were the same guys who said, just give us 10 days. Let us eat fruits and vegetables and then come back and see. Are you with me? They experienced the sustaining power of God. And that's all I'm asking us to do sins. I promise you 45 minutes, 45 minutes is over. Lord have mercy. But are you getting what I'm saying? I needed to make an effort for the, for the next 40 days. The Bible says we can mortify the deeds of the body. The Bible says if you do that, you're going to leave. Can you, give me, can you just give me five more minutes? You, you give me five more minutes. When the Bible says if you mortify the deeds of the body, you're going to leave. It means that leave here is Zoe. It means that you're going to experience life itself. You're going to experience eternal life. Eternal life is not something that we're going to experience in the future. John, let me show you what John 17, 3. But go to verse 2 first. Jesus was speaking and he explained what life means. Many of us think that eternal life is something we're going to experience after we go meet Jesus. No. Eternal life is something you experience on the earth now. Jesus said, he's praying and he's speaking and he said, as thou he said, he said to God, as you have what? All flesh should he, that he should give a life to as many as thou hast given him. He's praying. He continued. He's going to give us a definition of what eternal life is. He said, and this is eternal life or life eternal. That they might know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. That is life. Life is knowing and knowing is to have an intimate relationship. Life is having an intimate relationship with God and Jesus Christ on the earth now. That's life. Brothers and sisters, that's why the Bible says if you mortify the deeds of the flesh, you'll have life. To do what mortify means to kill. Amen. It means to what? Kill. Let me show you here just one definition. I looked at the definition of what it is to mortify, mortify in the American standard for in dictionary.com. And there is another dictionary I looked at. It says here, what's going on? Okay, wonderful. It says here, mortify according to Strong's concordance. It means to kill or to put to death. I'm asking you to put the five senses. Amen? For the next 40 days. Deaden them. The American Heritage Dictionary defines mortify as, this is what it says mortify is, is to discipline one's body, one's appetite by self-denial. That's what modifies is. So what we are doing the next four years, we are disciplining our bodies and our appetite through what? Self-denial. You shut it down. Dictionary.com defines modify as to humiliate or shame <laughs> as by injury to one's pride or self-respect. To subjugate, to conquer, suppress, subdue, crush the body and its passions. I'm asking you to do that. And as you do, the Bible said you'll experience life. You'll have a communion with God and Jesus like you've never had before. 
I guarantee you, brothers and sisters, that's what's lacking. But not only fasting, you got to fast and pray. Fast and read. And by praying, I'm referring to you cannot pray effectively without knowing God's word. Read the book of John, as I said, and identify, believe. It's there 46 or 47 times. And every time you come across it, underline, believe, and then see in what context it's used. I guarantee you, you're going to leave the Bible and come here in the next 40 days with a new sense of believing God. I guarantee you that. But you got to do something different. This is the year to do it. God has given us grace to do that. Amen? Last thing. You remember Caleb? Caleb, Caleb came to Joshua and he told Joshua, he said, God has kept me these 40 years. You remember he said that? The word kept here means, it means, this is what it means. It means God has revived. God has refired me. For the, yeah, that's what he's saying. For the, for the last 40 years, for the last 40 years, I have communed with God. And as a result of my communion, I was revived. I was refired. I know many of us are looking towards retirement. That's okay. But I have a suggestion. Look towards refirement. And not towards retirement. Are you with me? Look towards refirement. To be refired in God. Come alive again. Feel God. Feel God's heart. That's what I'm hoping God. That's what I'm hoping will happen to us. After we fasted. For the next 40 days. The first tool. Is fasting. To be carnally minded. Romans 8.6. To be carnally minded is. Death. To be spiritually minded is that's all I'm asking you. To be spiritually minded to be is to be word word minded. Amen. Is to be what? Word minded. For the next 40 days, just go all in. Can we do that for the next 40 days? Yes, we can do that for the next 40 years. Yes, yes, we can do that. Let's do it as a family. Let's do it. I don't say, Well, I have my own agenda. You know, I have my own way too fast. You are not with us. Period. We're doing it as a church. We've been talking about the fast for the last week or two. It's either you're in or not. Amen. This is, the, this is not about one person doing it and three people doing it. And I want you to stay on until the fast. If you're not with us, just don't fast. Don't jump in and jump out. We don't need that. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, we are doing it as a family, as a church family. I've never been to any church and some people do whatever they want. I, with me, I, I remember being in a church and the pastor called a fast and I went, you know, I was going home and I looked and I see a brother when the pastor said, no pizza. I saw him jumping, praise the Lord. And the first thing he had in his mouth. <laughs> you, <laughs> I was amazed. I, was, I just I couldn't believe it. And I went up to him and I said, brother, we just left church. Didn't the didn't pastor said, he said, well, that's pastor business. I, look, I, I, I am telling the truth. I went to him and asked him what's going on. And that's what he said to me. I'm saying, don't be like that. That's outright rebellion. All he had to do was say, I'm not in it. Don't jump and say yes. And then after we see you... <laughs> We are going somewhere as a family, amen? We are going somewhere as a church body.
and we are doing what our leader did jesus and i guarantee you habits there's some habits that's going to drop and just fall off by themselves you're going to see there's some questions you had some of some of us are looking for questions and answers you'll get it let me tell you you will get those answers and questions you will get them and i'm going to testify and i'm going to leave it alone when i was growing up at the age of nine ten i was playing with my my father was a chauffeur and he had somebody who helped him and while we were playing it was moonlight you know we wanted to sit on the sand and he jumped on my back i was about 10 11 and when he jumped on my back i felt weight went down in my body well i didn't know what was happening to me i was about 10 11 and um you know playing you know about 11 12 all of a sudden i had a hernia a serious hernia and you know i'm just testifying here I, are you with me amen i'm just being honest with you and and uh we went to the doctor we did everything and the doctor said to me manuel the extent of your hernia you will not have kids i could barely walk my mom started making huge pants for me so you wouldn't see amen i had i used to wear baggy that's how i started wearing baggy pants big pants and uh, we would go i would go to school and i heard bagman miles Monroe. i knew i know about miles Monroe from the time i was 14 15 years old i know you all know just about miles Monroe, but i heard about him when i was just just a baby boy 13 14. he would come to the church where i used to go to in the island and he would speak about fasting and he testified about fasting and he said all those of you who believe god can heal you i want you to come up and i went up and i did what miles monroe said to do nothing happened and so i went in prayer to god i said god i'm fasting dr monroe said it'll work it worked and it worked he's testified what's going on and the lord said to me there is a plague in your body i need you to give an offering that's not for everybody are you with me to give an offering he said just like david had a plague taking over israel and then he brought an offering and he stayed the plague god said to me continue to fast did what david do fast but bring an offering i bring an offering nothing but i stuck in there i stayed in there i stayed in there and accidentally when i was 17 18 i went to bed one morning i got up went to take a shower and i was totally healed listen to me totally now listen totally healed listen totally healed i vowed to fast every sunday morning for the last 40 years i fasted every sunday morning until after church until last year <laughs> last year i was preaching <laughs> and when i shouted i felt like i was <laughs> I felt I was going to take a dive and I said, oh, oh, it's time to change. <laughs> so I went to God. I said, God, can you release me? Because I've been doing this now. Ask me to come into that. I came into it. So can you release me? Can you just release me from fasting? And I felt the peace of God. I stopped. I stopped. I ate breakfast now. But this is my point, brothers and sisters. I have a testimony to record testimony upon testimony to tell you of the importance of fasting it'll change your life
please take time to meditate on the Word and let it sink into your heart and soul and mind today. Knowing that the Christian who meditates on the Word will be like a tree planted by the water, bringing forth fruit in its season and prospering in all that he does. But what if you aren't a Christian today? What if you don't know if you're bound for heaven as a forgiven child of God? If that's you, then let's take care of it right now if you're ready. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Are you ready to be forgiven of your sins and washed clean and made new? Are you ready to begin your new life in Christ? Then turn to God right now and say, Lord, I love you. I need you. I repent of my sins. Lord, please forgive me and wash me clean. I receive your forgiveness right now as I put my faith in Jesus as my Savior. God, please lead me and teach me and show me how to live from now on. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. And if you're looking for a good church family, you'll be welcomed with open arms at Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee, located at 4750 Capital Circle Southeast near Tram Road. Sunday school begins for all ages at 10 a.m. and the morning service begins at 11. And the Wednesday evening service begins at 7. This is a life-giving, multicultural, multi-generational church where people of all races, backgrounds, and walks of life come together to worship, to be inspired in their love for God, to develop relationships, and to be empowered to live out God's purpose for their lives. Find more information on their website, imitatorsofgodministries.com or call the church 850-408-8496.